Human behavior has always been a mystery. Why do people do what they do? Why do they react one way when we expected something else? How do we learn to understand, connect with, enroll, engage, align with people most effectively? Hi, I'm Christine Cummerford, founder of Smart Tribes Institute, and welcome to our Smart Tribes Crack the Behavior Code podcast. In each episode, you'll learn practical, easy-to-use tools to better understand and change human behavior. These tools will help your team outperform, out-engage, outsell the competition. In other words, to become a smart tribe. Oh, and you'll find these tools super helpful in your personal life too. Let's go. These visual things we see, auditory things we hear, and kinesthetic things that we touch and things that we feel, emotions as well count here, often recall our beliefs, recall meaning bring back, bring up our beliefs about the world and ourselves. The beliefs about ourselves are our identity. And this results in us either feeling good or feeling bad. If you're on a sales team that feels bad, chances are you won't be achieving your quota because your motivation and creativity is low. Let's talk about how humans create experiences. Our behaviors don't always feel good, but they do always feel familiar to our creature neurology. That's our reptilian brain and our mammalian brain. And let me just do a quick review on the reptilian brain and mammalian brain. The reptilian brain is the part of the brain that's responsible for temperature regulation, breathing, balance, life support systems. The reptilian brain, if it could speak, it would say dead or not. It's about physical safety and keeping your body alive. The mammalian brain is about emotional safety. This is where we have fear, anger, love, peace, all those emotions. This is also where we have the hippocampus, which is responsible for learning and memory. Think about when you've learned something and it's felt good and been fun, you've retained it. Think about the key memories in your life, the ones that either have strong emotions, positive emotions or negative emotions, those are the ones that you retain. Everything else, what you had for breakfast three weeks ago, that's gone. You flush that out of the mental buffer. So our creature neurology is our reptilian and mammalian brain. If our mammalian brain could speak, it would say friend or foe. So. Our behaviors feel familiar to our creature neurology. That's why we repeat them. They are the best feeling option we have available once a trigger event has occurred. Now, the key to changing the bad feeling behavior is to understand the structure of human experience. So please be sure to see the show notes for the diagram that we've created because we have an infographic for the formula for the structure of human experience. But let me just go over this verbally with you. From our experience, from our environment, we receive visual input, things that we see, these that we say in neurolinguistics, and auditory inputs, things that we hear, A's in neurolinguistics. The V's and the A's, visual input, auditory input, lead to our kinesthetic feelings, right? In neurolinguistics case, that reinforce or expand or contract our beliefs and identity. And that determines our capability and behavior, 
which then generates a new set of V's and A's that lead to K's and the cycle repeats. So let's dive into this. If we observe two things happening at the same time, our brains decide that they are related, establishing new neural connections, neural pathways. This form of association is how anchoring works. If we create new associations with visual, auditory, and kinesthetic input, we can change our because we're changing the neural connections in our brain. But remember, neurons that together wire together. They get connected. I discussed this in another blog that we'll link to on the show page in depth. But right now, when we experience the world through our senses and our key memories, think about uh, uh, what grandma's house used to smell like as a kid. The favorite food that your mom used to cook, right? And what that smelled like and what that feels like. Your favorite chair at home, okay? So we experience the world through our senses and our key memories as well as the emotional experiences. And we have to have a minimum of a visual auditory kinesthetic trio associated with them for it to be a strong memory, to be anchored. Anchors call up these sensory states and intention, and kind of intentionally recall button in our mind. So in other words, we can recall specific reference experiences, associate them with something, something, anchor them to a space, sound, or touch, and create the meaning that we would like to create. Let's do it right now. So three minutes to create instance, you might want to say right thumb pressed into the center of your left palm, right hand squeezing left wrist or dominant hand squeezing the opposite wrist or upper arm. Something subtle that you could actually do in front of others and they wouldn't notice that you were doing it. Because if you set a confidence anchor, for instance, and you're heading into a meeting and you want to fire that confidence anchor, you don't want it to be really obvious to others. So pick something unique, something you don't do every day, but also something not too unusual, right? Because you don't want to call attention to yourself when you fire it. And fire just means activate the anchor, use the anchor. So for instance, my soothing anchor that helps me sleep is my, uh, I make a loose fist with my left hand, uh, with my left hand and I slide my uh, thumb between my pointer finger and my middle finger, okay? When I fire, use that anchor, it helps me unplug from the day and I notice that I often say, ah, oh, out loud when I fire that anchor. Examples for your anchor could be your left hand, again, squeezing your right wrist, right? Examples I just gave you. You decide, make it something easy to fire without others noticing. Number two, recall a positive memory with the experience that you want. So for example, if you wanna create an experience of confidence, recall a memory when you felt confident. A time you felt like, I've got this. I know how to do this. I am on. Step deeply into that memory. Put your fingers in the finger slots of the you in that memory, toes in the toe slots of the you in that memory, line your heart up with the heart of that you in the memory. Really be in that you in the memory. See the visuals, hear the sounds, feel the emotional feelings. Notice any aromas or tastes. Go deeply into that memory. Look around that memory, be fully present in that memory through your cells. Good. While you're in that elevated state, set your anchor while you continue to recall that memory. So set your anchor, whatever, right hand squeezing left wrist. While holding your anchor, while doing the squeeze, if you will, increase the positive intensity of the memory. 
So that feeling, that memory of confidence, for example, when it peaks, let go of your anchor. Shake your body out and you want to do a break state. You want to break the emotional state so you can test the effectiveness of your anchor. So count backward, for instance, from 10 to 1. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And then fire your anchor again and see if you recall that confidence state. If so, awesome. If not, that's okay. Repeat the process we just went through, stepping even more deeply into the memory, recalling the visual auditory kinesthetic trio even more powerfully. And remember how the path of consent and curiosity leads to learning. The above process takes about three minutes per day to practice. Get curious and have fun with this. If you feel that it didn't work out, there's no reason to resist it, right? If something doesn't work, we don't resist it. We say, okay, that didn't work. That's called consent. Now, how do we shift it? In time, as you get more comfortable using anchors, you can start helping your family, your colleagues, etc., use them. You can help your kids set homework anchors. I loved this one when our kids were younger or help your spouse set a love anchor so they can feel deeply loved and cherished whenever they fire the anchor or whenever you do. <laughs> There's nothing like bringing new emotional agility and new emotional capabilities and behaviors to your tribe, both at work and at home. So the net net, we can create and choose our reality based on visual auditory kinesthetic cues. We have the power to alter the meaning of visual auditory kinesthetic cues and VAK anchoring creates new emotional agility, capabilities, and behaviors. How would you like to feel right now? Set an anchor for it. Thanks for joining me on this episode. Every listen, every share, every review helps others form their own smart tribes where teams are engaged, happy, and optimally performing. Together, you and I can help millions of people crack the behavior code in their organizations, families, and communities. I invite you to take two minutes and head over to smarttribesinstitute.com to discover more about how to form a smart tribe. See you there, and please tell your friends.